Hey there, everybody. Hi! <laughs> oh, uh, this is your host, Stuart Wellington. And joining me as always is Dr. Def Alexander Smith. And this is a podcast called <laughs> Till, Till Def Do Us Party. Party. That is right, your number right. one source of news and mouth sounds related to the band Def Leppard. We're so dangerous. <laughs> Don't shoot. How you doing, Leopard Tamer? I'm Stuart Wellington, the doing... Leopard Tamer. Yep. Uh, thanks for using my title. I'm doing okay. Uh, Just busy. okay. Yeah, you know, uh, busy at my day job. Yeah. Uh, the You know, the old grind is what I call Oof. it. Oof. <laughs> Yikes. Throw uh, it in the trash bin. I wish I could, but that's what keeps me in my Def Lep cassettes. You so, wouldn't have a trash bin if you <laughs> <nope>. didn't. <laughs> that's what, uh, didn't that's what do my that daily grind. That's what my mom always uh, told me. A little pearls of wisdom, we called them when she said it. Because uh, she wrote them down on a little bead and made a necklace out of her little sayings. <laughs> so this and she bit she bit one off every day. She, yep, and she spit nip- it into your Cheerios, mm-hmm. and that was your lesson for that day. <laughs> Wait, she bit. Uh, so she bit a pearl and made she bit me a pearl. Eat it. She well, first of all, she had a, per- a string of of pearls around her neck. Mm-hmm. You should remember this. I don't know why I'm explaining it to you. No, no, no. But, explain uh, it. She would, so she would carve a, uh, a particular bit of wisdom or knowledge, drop some knowledge on you. It, on each pearl, she uh-huh. would carve a tiny little thing. And then every day... Basically scrimshawed, right? That's the term? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Scrimshawed. Um, and uh, every day she would bite one off, spit it into your Honey Nut Cheerios... Uh-huh. Uh, Not regular you, Cheerios, because that shit is gross, dude. Yeah. I yeah. I, don't, I mean, if I know, wanted a bowl of barley uh, with some milk squirted in it, I would uh, eat that instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nadoi. Uh, I just want to take this, this time in this podcast to explain that regular Cheerios are fucking gross, and that is how eating those is a perfect way to gross people out and scare them off. I used to sit next to a girl in high school whose snack was a shitty little Ziploc bag filled with dry-ass Cheerios. And she would fucking nibble on them like some kind of rodent. And the fucking totally smell that. that would emanate from her mouth. There's something about when you combine those dry-ass fucking donut-like pieces of shit Cheerios... With human saliva, it makes one of the worst smells in the world. All right. 100% in agreement that the Cheerios smell is uh, very distinct and not at all pleasant. It, uh, it ranks up there with uh, banana peel in the car as like <laughs> childhood smells that I, will, I, I do not miss. Uh, but the, I, I have to say, I, do, I, I will occasionally eat... A bowl of Cheerios. That smell does kind of it. It takes it. It's like yeah, because you're yeah. Cause it's like you, a barn smell or something. Yeah, because uh, you're you, you eat that bowl of Cheerios right before you have a job interview you want to not get the job for. <laughs> 
Right. Yeah, yeah. That's my way of sticking it to the man is every once in a while I sign up to, you know, I'll send my resumes out, uh, yeah. which I've which I've really I, I'm very fraudulent on them. I've, I've souped them up so that I definitely <laughs> yeah. get the interview. And then I will show up for the interview, sit in the uh, waiting room, eat a big, big bowl of Cheerios and then go into the interview room and uh, and speak very breathfully uh, at the people yeah. uh, interviewing me. Well, um, and this fraudulent resume under uh, interests and hobbies, it says definitely not Cheerios. <laughs> yeah, it says I make a point of putting in the resume that I hate Cheerios more than anything in the world. <laughs> so then they've got to think about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While they're smelling the Cheerios, which are clearly Cheerios. So they spend uh, a good couple I, of minutes check like while talking to you. They keep glancing and checking the resume to make sure they're reading it right. <laughs> Yeah, they have to verify my name about five or six times because they keep getting confused by that. No, but Stuart, this is true. This is real life. This is a thing that I used to do as a child, and I don't remember if it was something that, like, I had a weird babysitter that started me on this. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I remember doing it. That's somebody that's a sitter of weird babies or a weird person who was a babysitter? A weird person who was a babysitter, which I had plenty of. Uh, So... I used to, and I know, I know this is before I was seven years old because we moved when I was seven and this was in my old house. I used to microwave bowls of Cheerios to heat, heat them up. Dry Cheerios, I would heat them up and eat them. And I remember this especially because I burned them one time. I don't know. I remember, I remember like, a disgu- like one of the worst smells of all time is burnt Cheerios. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I totally believe it. I have no, yeah, I couldn't imagine. Did you have to sell that? Did you have to throw out that microwave and get a brand new one? No, no, but we, I mean, who knows how much my, my, uh, my parents had to clean it. I, mean, I, don't, you, I don't know. I was a very oblivious little kid. I had no idea what, what kinds of inner workings were going on in the kitchen. I just would show up every once in a while and pour some sugar in a bowl and eat it with a spoon <laughs> or, or eat up some fucking Cheerios. Yeah. Um, and, uh, did you have to like, did you have to microwave like a pile of tuna and dirty diapers afterwards <laughs> just to get that smell out? It was like if you had a barn where you just dried like the the skin off the backs of people's knees and you then and then that caught fire. <laughs> yeah. That's what it smelled like. Yeah. Well, that sounds fascinating. Now, uh as you can tell by this discourse, uh we are the hosts of a podcast devoted to the band Def Leppard, the English band as they're known. The English band as they are commonly known. Yep. And we are this episode, or episode as we call it, just so that you know some of our slang, <laughs> uh, is uh, we are talking about the album Def Leppard's Hysteria, and we are we're in the B side. That's the second side, uh, and we today are going to be talking about Don't Shoot. Shotgun. Shotgun. We are approaching the the real climax of um, uh, we're building to a fiery climax of uh, of the album Hysteria. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, we've we've covered side A, where a lot of cool stuff happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've covered side uh, the first two songs of side B. And if you uh, if you need a, a refresher on anything that's happened in those, just I listen to all the other episodes. Listen, yeah, listen to those other episodes. We don't need to when we're when we're doing an uh, when we're doing a song a time. We don't want to do too much recap, but a lot of shit has happened, and we are in the midst of just a crazy scene. We're basically on, right now, we are on an earth devoid of women and, uh, uh, and Joe Elliott. Uh, we're in a, we're, in, and, and presumably the rest of the members of Def Leppard. I mean, it would be kind of messed yeah. up for him to not bring them along on his sp- space voyage. Mm-hmm. off to a new Garden of Eden somewhere. But uh, basically, we're left on a barren, uh, war-torn wasteland um, that uh, that uh, Margaret Thatcher, for some reason, is still is still on. Yep. I guess just to keep keep the gears of war greased, we got to have the we got to have the leader of England at the time there as well. Yeah, the Iron Lady's got to be around. Yes. And so, uh, and so basically, the last song was "Gods of War," and and it and it ended with what sounded like a bomb going off, and presumably a lot of uh, a lot of lonely, angry, desperate, uh, macho men got blown to bits, and uh, and who knows what kind of post-apocalyptic world we're going to descend upon uh, tonight when we pop open the song "Don't Shoot Shotgun." Shall we start it, Stuart? Yeah, fire that piece up. All right. Don't shoot. Shoot. She's so dangerous. Okay, fiery introduction to that song. That intro is very strikely, strikling, striking. Stuart, what do you think about that? Uh, is the intro striking? Yeah, no fucking shit, dude. <laughs> what band do you think we're listening to? We're listening to Def Lep, man. Uh, and in true Def Lep fashion, we have this super sweet little intro line from uh, Joe and the band. Run mm-hmm. for cover. She's so dangerous. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, just sort of a an, an unknown number of people going shotgun. Just this like chorus that we've discussed many many times. It's like it's that, howling in the void, man. And then all yeah. of a sudden we have this dope electronic drum beat that it sounds like. Yeah. Or is that I can't tell if that's a drum beat or Rick Savage's bass. Oh, it's a there's a drum beat in there. Uh-huh. Um, but it's all just, it's very, uh, um, it's almost like musical theater or something. It's, uh, it's like big band in a way. Uh, I mean, okay. in, in a very, in a very weird way. I don't, I don't want to say it's like big band that it sounds like big band. Yeah. We don't want to get a bunch of letters saying that we're totally wrong about big band music. Yeah. Well, yeah, we don't want to get the, the only big the, band I like is the biggest band of all <laughs> Def Leppard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah brian setzer put away your typewriter we don't need to hear about it mm-hmm. uh but what hey, I blues mean traveler by- keep traveling on <laughs> keep that it just moving. goes that just goes across the board we don't need john popper's <laughs> involvement 
in anything we're doing here. Hey, John Popper, right. pop on out of here. <laughs> so w- what I mean by uh, brass, uh, not brass band, what I mean by big band is, uh, is a lot of those... Um, what we've got here at the start are a lot of sort of syncopated beats as opposed to finding a rhythm. Uh, it doesn't start with a beat. It starts with kind of these stabs and hits. Like we're not, we haven't found where the, what's known as the downbeat, the beginning of a solid groove. Oh, instead like, of that, uh, instead of that we're just getting these like explosions, like popcorn going off. Yeah, kind of like the beginning of Higher Love by Steve Winwood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, much like that. I'm you're, assuming, not, you're not sure where it's where it's going to land. Uh, yeah, it sounds kind of like like an old paint can has fallen down some steps. Sure. Uh, or or a a beautiful, beautiful, enormous paint can uh, uh-huh. from the future is falling yep. down some steps, and you. Oh, okay, and you, that makes sense. And you got to run for cover because it's so dangerous. <laughs> So here we have we are, right at the start we have some uh, we have gun imagery again. Now Def Leppard, not ones to shy away from big issues, is talking about guns again, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of it's uh, it's probably the second most common theme in uh, in 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 the English bands. Uh, what's it uh, in their Def Lexicon? Def Lexicon, sure. What's uh, what would be their the the first most off, uh, most commonly used theme? Babes, babes, it's probably yeah. babes. Yeah. You're probably uh, <laughs> and, and babes in their various forms. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So women, babes, chicks, uh, lovers. Yeah, babes. Then it's probably guns. Mm-hmm. Um. Then it's probably after that. It's probably uh, being drunk. Um. <laughs> yeah. And then I would guess that mirrors are the fourth one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, just going on a limb, I can't like it seems to check out. I'd I'd like to see I'm somebody pretty, prove I'm you pretty wrong. sure that we've we've covered like most of the most yeah. of the things. We we songs. almost we almost accidentally wrote a Def Leppard song. <laughs> yeah, just just well, uh, just talking about that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so guns guns are uh, are are pretty. Con- it's almost like if you were to exchange women and guns in Def Leppard songs, you would create like a, at least at this point in their career, if we're, if we're just going to the end of hysteria, starting with on through the night, mm-hmm. ending with uh, hysteria. If you exchange women and guns, you Let's could almost, the, cre- that would be like the first half of their career, right? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's certainly the first half of the number, as far as the number of albums they have, mm-hmm. um, feature, length albums or studio albums i should say uh so if, if you were to exchange women and guns in def leppard's music mm-hmm. you could almost create like a like an inverse or a sort of parallel universe where everything's opposite um and that's kind of uh that i think that actually says something about the themes of this trilogy we're listening to now the the high and dry pyromania and hysteria thing it's sort of the um it's sort of the the classic choices that a archetypal male would have to face in his life is he has the gun and he has the woman he has love and he has hate 
And those are the those are sort of the the two broadest, biggest themes in a young man's Joe Elliott as a young man's yeah, life. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong, Alex, but he was like uh, like 15 or 16 when he uh, when they made this album, right? <laughs> he was 15. Okay, thank thank you for correcting me. No, so, he was no, he was um, he was probably 24 or something, 24 or 25 when they made this record. So digging into these, not even that. Digging into these delicious lyrics, uh, we have "Run for Cover." Don't shoot, shoot. She's so dangerous. She's so dangerous. Shotgun, gun. Don't shoot, shotgun. Yeah. So, uh, so already we've got. There's something. We it's we have a we have a uh, we have a a two sided existence here. You have sure. don't shoot and shoot. Shotgun. Don't shoot, shotgun. <laughs> There's two states of being that we see here. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, that's if that's if you want to say that shoot is not just they're not just repeating the word shoot from don't shoot. I'm not sure that they're actually saying like shoot in as meaning the opposite of don't shoot. I think they're just repeating the word shoot after they said don't they're shoot. They're not saying don't shoot. OK, now shoot. No, no, I, I don't think that's what they're saying. Okay. Or I don't I uh, I don't think that's what our our chorus of cherubs here is is uh, <laughs> is is calling out to say. Don't shoot. Wait two seconds. Now shoot. Um, <laughs> there is a duality in it though. Um, mm-hmm. That is uh, that is she's so dangerous. Uh-huh. So we're hearing. Um, so we're hearing just the general call to run for cover because she's so dangerous. So for some reason already, the shotgun in question that's going to shoot us yeah. has, a, uh, has a feminine character. For some reason, it is, they're, they're describing the shotgun as female. For whatever reason, so let's go ahead and hear the first. I believe verse the. Of this. Uh, I believe I believe the reason why it's female is just like in uh, in the French language, it's mm-hmm. le shotgun, which yes. le, uh, that's the the that's the art the article's feminine. So it's uh, shotgun la, is, a, is a feminine. La l a la shotgun. Oh la yeah that's that's exactly what I said. I think you just heard me wrong. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'll edit it. Either way, <laughs> you edit myself. myself perfect. I'll edit myself correcting you out, and we'll ju- and we'll just have the way you said it. Okay. Yeah, the right way. The way I said it, I said it right. Yeah, the completely right way. Okay, let's hear so the first we verse. Get a bit of, we, yeah, we got a little bit of scat up front, so we can get all yeah. pumped. Now we got a verse of music. Why don't you hit it, Alex? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, so how would you describe that guitar riff? 
that dan it down uh would not it's a it's less skanky or stanky sorry uh, than yeah there's uh, it's it's not quite this is not as stanky as as armageddon it uh it doesn't have quite the same bar <laughs> yeah. uh sort of like like bar blues sound it's like a little mm-hmm. brighter a little less um well stanky's the word stanky's the damn word uh yeah i mean it's yeah yeah it says on the tin you know stanky I would I would say uh, that I would describe these guitar sounds as as uh, sharp. They're like a razor blade. Um, oh, everything yeah, is just yeah. everything is just cutting. If I can make a general statement about this song uh, right now, since we're talking about the way it sounds, this song is a dazzler, Stewart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember being. I remember specifically, and then we're, and again, we're talking about a band that. From the moment I heard them, I I loved everything about them. They seemed yep. like the coolest dudes in the world. I loved all mm-hmm. of these songs so much, and yet, and this is not a big hit for them. Um, this is basically an out. Al- this is actually the first uh, album cut we've gotten to, I think, on Hysteria because I don't believe this is a single. Um, so Did this they is like Gods of War is a single. Gods of War, I believe, was a single. I think I may be wrong about that, uh, but this song I can remember as a little boy being yeah. just absolutely dazzled by this song, and I'm dazzled to this day by it. It's just got a, uh, it's got a real magic, a real You're electricity. Like- it's like ra- it's like electric razors just cutting through. Uh, it's it's just all sizzle and dazzle and pop. It's great. Yeah, I imagine little boy Alex had his, uh, you had your little boombox going, mm-hmm. you had this tape in, and you were bopping around your bedroom singing into a hairbrush. I did, uh, I would make, um, I would make uh, mixtapes mm-hmm. of, like I would dub mixtapes of the orders of songs that I wanted to do taking out some of the i guess i guess i was taking out ballads and stuff at that time when i was a kid and i would, oh, so I you're would just stand making, like the perfect set list yeah the perfect like rocking set list and then i would stand i would jump around on my bed and pretend to be joe elliott and sing into my hand so i totally <laughs> did that i totally did that thing from like that kids do in movies from that time so talking about joe elliott and singing one thing that i've noticed about this first verse is he's you say, you mentioned the raz- like the razor blade like the razor razor's edge and i think his his vocal delivery is super sharp very staccato oh yeah like, absolutely everything is clipped and tight yeah and he pronounces some words some extremely strange ways uh <laughs> like like we we're um like we were accustomed to uh there are there are words that are almost impossible to parse out if um if you weren't looking at a lyric sheet and we have here the sanctioned lyric sheet from Def Leppard's website, but like, um, yeah, the can- canonical. Yeah. So, uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. Fallen head over heels at the speed of light. Now that you hear pretty clearly. And as you say, he, he delivers it very cutting, very staccato. But then he says, Hey, little miss heaven on earth. 
something I have never been able to figure out what he said there mm-hmm. uh, until I started until I read the lyric sheet. But hey, little mess up, little Yep. Won't you walk this way? But I see. And he's chop- yeah, he's he's chopping these little phrases up like he's William Shatner or something. Yep. Won't you walk this way? But I see red alert. Yeah. Which sounds like rabbit of dirt of dirt mm-hmm. or something like that. But I see red alert. Oh, my senses say keep, keep away. <laughs> he says keep away, uh, which is something my pretty much my whole life I have thought he was saying like cuckoo rays. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he's going rays. crazy. Like he's been hit by cuckoo rays. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like you do. You get hit by cuckoo rays, and then you don't know what's going on. So don't shoot, because I've been I'm I'm disoriented because I've been hit by cuckoo rays. Can we hear yeah, him yeah. say? Listen, I want to hear him say cuckoo rays real real quick, just okay. so I like because I feel yeah, pretty confident some, yeah. that yeah, that is that, that maybe is like, you're wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. Yeah, let's find out. But I feel like uh, that's what. I feel like that's a reasonable reading of of what he says here. (laughs) All right. So you guys heard it. You guys heard him clearly say, my senses say cuckoo rays. Uh, (laughs) Oh, no way. (laughs) Okay. Man, that was great. Cuckoo rays indeed. Uh, And then... So don't shoot, don't shoot shotgun. Yeah, so don't shoot, don't shoot shotgun are the next uh, words. But we're not at the chorus yet, because yep. as we all know, and as we have all, as we have discussed several times, you got to climb a lot of stairs to get to a Def Leppard chorus, particularly on uh, on the album Hysteria. We're, we're, these albums are structured to the gills. And, and it's all uh, it's all built up. Like even this chorus, even this first verse begins with like a little bit of a like. It sounds like a. Uh, it sounds like an engine starting up almost. Like a. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say something about that too. The the fact that um, the fact that it there is a constant feeling of build even in the like even in the simplest parts of this song. It has a. That propulsive quality that we always talk about with their bridges and stuff. This whole song has that. Yeah, um, even though the words are saying, hold back, slow down. Yeah. The song is pushing you onward, and you're like, I am being pushed inevitably toward this this doom. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, it's part, it's part of uh, creating the, the feeling of being uh, out of control of something dangerous is going to happen to you, is not being able to stop the train you're on. Which is the song "Don't Sh- Don't Shoot Shotgun"? So let's hear um, let's hear how it continues to build up because uh, there's a little bit of it. You think that so don't shoot, and then he says don't shoot shotgun. You think that you're again getting to either a bridge or or a chorus, but you're but you're just still in 
in a verse. This is yeah. like a little little second uh, second half of the first verse right here. I cut it off right before the official chorus, which I think we all know is going to blow our goddamn socks right off. Yep. Uh, Stuart, do you want to read the, uh, the, the lyrics there? Um, uh, we just heard? Before I read them lyrics, Alex, I want to figure out what you think he says. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say uh, um, I... I didn't know, and again, these are like me listening to the tape as a child, like what I thought. Yeah, and and uh, and scratching them into the wa- the lyrics into the walls of your prison cell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, t- um, so, um, I I do I do remember thinking uh, not. I, I mean, definitely "Dream on Nightmare." I didn't I didn't get. I just listened to it right now and I didn't get it. <laughs> but that's a little bit like um that's that's such a strange uh like ambiguous line to start with so it's not it's not something that dream on up, hey! uh I think I thought that that was something like um dreaming badly or something something yeah. like that. Um touch and go. Touch dove, and go. Dove turned destroyer. She cut you up. She's a slave of love. Yeah, she cuts you up. I I think is like I thought was she um like she got you up or something like that. Yeah, but I, I yeah, didn't know sure. it was cut you up. Um, Dove turned destroyer. Absolutely didn't know what that was. Um, I'm I, now I'm trying to like go back in my mind and remember what what I thought these lyrics were because these yeah, are, ba- yeah these back are, in these the are, halcyon days of yore when. Yeah. Little, little boy Alex was hanging out, listening to Def Lep all day, just shooting the shit out of. Oh, I know what I rem- I know. I remember what I thought Dove Turned Destroyer was. Oh my god, and it's good. It's good, dude. You're gonna like it. <laughs> it was. Don't turn this boy off. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Don't turn this boy off. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I mean, that works. It works. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, I think... of course, she cuts you up. She's a straight up thug. <laughs> <laughs> She's a slave of love. So we, once again, we, we have this... Uh, we have we have the feeling of a man who is trapped in something that he can't resist. Yeah, uh, and it keeps building. It's not. Uh, we're finally at that chorus. I think we've earned it, Alex. Can we? Can we have the chorus? We're not at the chorus, buddy. What? We have not earned it. Actually, uh, we have a bridge to get through. And let's do that. Let's do that real quick. Wait, and, a bridge? Uh, Dead yeah, Leopard's but, using some kind of propulsive bridge in a song? <laughs> yeah, to get us from uh, from point A to point B mm-hmm. 
on a, on a runaway on a runaway train of madness. Let's yeah. just let's just hear this shit uh, again. This is gonna blow our goddamn shoes right off our feet. Uh, there's no tracks left over when this train th- comes through town. Nope. Here we go. So by this point, we have been launched into outer space. Yes. The Earth is uh, but a distant memory because we are in Chorus Town. Yeah, we, uh, we, we hopped onto the elevator to go to the top floor of the department store per last, uh, last, episode's, last episode's metaphor mm-hmm. of a Def Leppard song taking you up to the sweetest floor in the department store. We've <laughs> hopped on the elevator, and it has shot us straight into space, Roald Dahl yeah, style. Yeah, Willy Wonka style. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Willy Wonka style. <laughs> is, uh, so, the lyrics there, yep. uh, run for cover, she's so dangerous. Yeah, Undercover, and that she's is sung so by, shameless. That is sung by a million mouths. It yeah, is like, that's our... It is the voice of all all man's desires given given mouth. Yes. Given mouth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, his I was name, given a his mouth. Name is, his name is Given Mouth, <laughs> and he is a creature uh, <laughs> composed entirely of mouths uh, who speaks man's greater interests. Uh, yeah, that, and, and, <laughs> I'm imagining and, uh, a just a pair of lips with arms and legs, like uh, <laughs> like if they tried to make a Saturday morning cartoon of the Rolling Stones logo. Rolling, <laughs> I think wasn't there a Rolling? Wasn't there some time when the Rolling Stones logo had like legs and arms? But maybe not. I don't know. I think I'm just uh, imagining the uh, the mimics from Dark Souls uh, as the Rolling Stones label. Uh, I don't know anything uh, about old hung- Dark Souls, man. Um, ama- imagine a hungry mouth that's always trying to eat your dude. Always <laughs> trying to eat my dude? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That's rough. Uh, my main dude? My good buddy? <laughs> yeah, your only dude. Oh, shit. Yep. So, uh... uh all right. So, yeah. So, the those words uh, spoken in in a timeless voice... Uh, compelling us to stay away from the danger of this whatever has this female quality, whatever they're giving this uh, this um, gender, um, and then and then don't shoot shotgun. Uh, you got me biting my lip. Yep. Uh, Stuart, do you want to guess whether I knew what that line was as a child? Uh, I'm going to say you totally didn't get it. Yep, that's correct. I did not know you got me biting my lip. Because he says, but he, he does not, he does not give a like strong I sound. Sure. I thought he said, you got me. <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought he said, you got me fall on my hands. <laughs> 
Because it sounds like an A sound. It sounds like a softer yeah. A sound and not an I sound. All right. Okay. Don't shoot shotgun. Yeah, shooting straight from the hip. Hip. Yeah, which I, which I, I, I got that because it's an expression that people yeah, use. Yeah, you use that shit all the time. Yep. Uh, As a child in your daily life, you would always, uh, you, you know, you picked your friends based on who were real, you know, who were real straight shooters. Guys yeah. that, uh, you know, didn't uh, didn't play their cards too close to their vest. Yeah. If you couldn't handle, you know, a lot of different kinds of social situations yeah, and you're just not roll a- with the punches, if you weren't chill about stuff, if you couldn't just, you know, dish it out and take it. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, but you weren't a, you weren't allowed to hang out with me in my in, in my bog with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 you're not one for social obfuscation. You like mm-hmm. guys who uh, pretty open. That yeah. lets them, That gives them entry to the boys' bog. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, if you're gonna hang out next to the ditch that we used to hang out in, you got to be pretty fucking cool to hang out in the yeah. ditch under the highway. Uh, with with Alex and the boys, um, <laughs> young Doctor Def. Uh, so don't shoot shotgun. And then, like usual, he totally uh, changes that and says, "You know what? Shoot me, baby." <laughs> yeah. Well, he's, he uh, he eventually succumbs to the danger. Yeah, he comes around. It's sort of like. It's sort of like the end of Animal when he's, you know, the whole point of Animal is he doesn't want to get tamed. He just wants to get uh, blown or whatever. Yep. And, but then at the end, he's like, yeah, actually, um, the the real game here is you giving me your all. Yeah. So I actually don't want you to hold off. Yeah. Um, yeah I want give you to it, give, give me, in. Give me every bit of it. Give me all of your loving. Give me every single one of Earth's women. Stuart, what do you think this song is about? Uh, I'm guessing, I, I, I want to go on a limb here, uh, correct me if you need to. Oh, I will. So, there's a woman who is also a shotgun with legs and arms, <laughs> and he's like, and she's got him trapped, and he's like, don't shoot me. Because that'll kill me, because I'm, I'm a human man, and shotguns kill people. Right, I'm not a I'm not a male shotgun. No, I don't. Like, male, yeah, I'm not Cyclops to your havoc. That yeah, will totally murder me. I don't reproduce by being shot by a female shotgun. <laughs> yeah, that's that's biology, basic biology. So, well, Stuart, you are you are damn close to right there. Okay, uh, you're basically right. I mean, the mm-hmm. way he's the way he's singing about it. Um, He's clearly uh, referring to a shotgun as a as a woman, so it makes sense uh, to to think of it as a shotgun that has an actual female form and presence. But in reality, what we what we what we're dealing with at this point on hysteria is we are with Earthman again in a post apocalyptic post big bomb scenario. Yeah, big bongs scenario. <laughs> <laughs> the big bong theory. The big bong. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I'm Sheldon. Four twenty. Smoke up. <laughs> stop it! Stop it! Hey Middle Please America, stop Bazinga! This. <laughs> Come on, dude. This is a comedy bong, show. Bongzinga. <laughs> 
<laughs> too far, too far, man. <laughs> that was too obvious. Version. <laughs> I love it. It should be like a Saturday morning cartoon, <laughs> yeah. but it's just the like the stoned Scooby Doo version of Big Bang Theory. Yep. Uh, with the Rolling okay, Stones so great lips. idea. Great idea. Sorry, we can't release this episode this week, guys, because we got to copyright this idea. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, we got to take this episode, put it in an envelope, and mail it to ourselves. Mail it to ourselves. Yep. Uh, okay. So, uh, sorry. We so this is a song about a guy in a post-apocalyptic world where there are no women. He falls in love with his shotgun. Mm-hmm. And he fucks his shotgun, but he clearly does not want uh, his shotgun to go off while he's fucking his shot. That's what's so dangerous about her. Oh, okay. Is that she's going to tear his junk all up if he... Um, uh, it, it, yeah, if, the very if the least. Goes off. I mean, in the worst case scenario, it will fire his junk across the room and he'll have to awkwardly run over and go pick it up. Yeah. Well, and there's no there's no hospitals, there's no medical personnel yeah. anymore uh, in in this in this post apocalyptic world. So, you, so you pretty much you just civilization got your, has collapsed. You just got your one you got your one set of junk, and that's it. Uh, no 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 repair in that. So uh, so we're living dangerously. We're saying don't shoot shotgun uh, as as we as we fuck our our gun. Uh, but then he also says, shoot me, baby, uh, kind of taunting, uh, his lover. Cause that's her, that's pretty much her only way of communicating. Yeah. Right. That's like, that's the way a gun gets its point across. That makes sense. There, that's only way of interacting with another, I guess, uh, being mm-hmm. is by, uh, by shooting. Yeah. So uh, you want to read this rock salt or slug shells or whatever hellfire rounds if it's Johnny Blaze. So let's read yeah. the next verse. Yeah, go ahead, Stuart. <clears throat> Hit and miss, flesh and blood. She's sweet and indiscreet. Yep. She can't get enough. Exactly. A little midnight madness. Yeah. Oh baby, you can't hide. So wild, n- unpredictable. <laughs> Step aside, because you're. You're shooting wide. What do you think? Of, what do you think of that one, Alex? Well, uh, I I think it. I think those all kind of speak for themselves. I mean, every, everything. When no, you think I mean, about how it, was my reading? I thought it was pretty. Oh, accurate your, re- to your the, reading was fantastic, yeah, Stuart. Great job. Uh, you you nailed it. Yeah. You you fired those words out. Uh, o- almost as good as the man himself. Oh wow! The tr- the, the great bard. Of England, and since I know how much you value straight shooting, I'm yeah. assuming you're not just blowing smoke up my my tuchus. <laughs> Nope, I would never do that because no. that wouldn't be straight shooting, Stuart. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so yeah, so in the words of uh, of of Joe, mm-hmm. we are we are dealing with uh, a real sassy, brassy character here in this gun. Midnight madness couldn't be more clear. What's going on there? It's late at night. This guy is crazy and fucking a gun. Um, wild and unpredictable. Uh, I guess the gun has a uh, hair trigger on it. That's scary. That's scary to me and scary to you, Stuart. I, yeah, I, I mean, think. I'm frightened. Uh, step aside. Yeah, because yeah, if you, you step to the side, the the bullets won't hit you. Won't hit you right in your in your wiener. In your wiener, yeah. 
And then, because uh, you're, you're shooting wide, uh-oh, mm-hmm. that's going to be harder to avoid. Yes. Yeah, you're going to have to step way to the side. You're shooting wide mean you're shooting, you're like, you're missing your intended target. You're going to hit the wrong thing. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, actually, that could, that could be, um, that's a nice little double meaning there. Mm-hmm. I, I've always thought of it as you know, step aside. You're shooting. You're shooting wide. Yeah, because um, the shotgun is one of those like comically like bell ended like blunderbuss style shotguns that the Hatfield and McCoys shot at each other. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. The only gun he could find in the uh, in the afterworld. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think the, only you and Prince have ever said that word. Said the, the afterworld. afterworld. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we have to say R.I.P. Prince because we brought up a guy who's no longer alive. Yeah, thank uh, you. Run for cover. She's so dangerous. Undercover. She's so shameless. We have the we have the bridge again. Yep. Says the exact same thing. And we have another chorus. And then uh, and then we have at about three minutes into the song, we have a moment that I think is. You know, we don't we don't often get, you know, Def Leppard is a band uh, that deals with a lot of uh, or that deals in a lot of sort of ambiguity and layers and nuance. We don't often get just a straight up scene of a guy fucking a gun uh, in Def Leppard songs. And we get that very clearly on its face at three minutes into this song. So let's hear that real quick. Uh, Joe here says, Oh, shake it, shake it. Take this little hit and miss. His nickname for the gun is little hit and miss. So let's, let's hear, um, let's hear this madman uh, Fuck this gun for, for just a second. Uh, three minutes. So there's almost like even a there's this like clenched jaw sound to what he does there. Yeah. That really sounds like like someone pleasuring themselves in a in a dark room or bunker. Which um, makes me wonder why this song wasn't uh released as a single. Like it would have played over great with uh with the big band crowd. With, yeah, yeah. The big band crowd the the big band crowd would have loved it. The young young Brian Setzers and the like mm-hmm. that were that were going to reinvigorate swing music in the '90s they would have they would have loved it. It would have been great with a with um, it would have been great with a lot of Second Amendment folks too. I think in uh, you know in here in the middle yeah, of America like, we we try not to get too political here on uh, till and I'm I'm going to continue to try to not get political. I'm just going to say you know it, a song about fucking a gun is not uh, like it seems like it would be. It, it would it would it would do really well in real America. Yeah, I mean, I think you're just shooting from the hip right here. You're just uh, mm-hmm. playing it straight. And that's I'm just what, telling people what I think about what they like. Yeah, and you know what? That's uh, one of the reasons why you're one of the hosts of this uh, podcast. Oh, I always wondered why. Yeah, that's one of the two reasons. I thought it was because for my interview, I ate a really big bowl of Cheerios <laughs> and then breathed really loud into your face. Yeah, 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 I was so confused that I shuffled my papers and accidentally picked the wrong one, and I yep. gave you the job. 
Yep. Uh, it was a really good trick. So we have that sweet little thing. Do we had, have a, and then I had Suge Knight hold you out the balcony by your uh, by your ankles. Mm-hmm. And I said, I said, pour some sugar on me, not <laughs> sugar on me. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> I will take no lumps, sir. <laughs> That's exactly what you have to say to Suge Knight yep, to get I, him to bring to get him to bring you back in I, to the balcony. I think I just revealed that when I get scared, uh, I speak in a kind of high pitch, uh, <laughs> overly proper tone. That is true. You uh-huh. do that. All right. So, so we're, we're basically we have covered basically the lyrics of "Don't Shoot Shotgun." There's the there's the end with the ad libs that we are used to. We, All the we sort of know where content. that's going. Yeah. Do we have a Do we have a solo in this? We in this have. Team? Oh my god. We have a real banger of a solo. Most of the solos on on this album so far have been kind of short but sweet, mm-hmm. uh, like the animal solo, which is just kind of like eight bars, or the um, or the previous solo, "Gods of War." Uh, we have a we have a classic. Uh, two bagger, double two two guy guitar solo where they where they switch off in the middle uh, here and let's let's hear it. Okay, so pretty pretty simple uh, overall licks there. Yeah, uh, there's they're both both those solos are like uh, sort of one note, um, both in the like in the way like it, figuratively and literally they're sort of one note like um, uh, with just sort of piercing high guitar sound again. It's that razor blade style the second half of it kind of reminds me of almost like a duran duran lick it's got a very pop uh like 80s pop sensibility to it yeah i think these that solo is kind of striking it 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 lacks the uh the dissonance of like what we had on the gods of war solo where where it just sounded like sounded like battle it sounded like helicopters fighting in the sky or something this this is much more just flying out over the over the clouds bright beautiful chiming sounds yeah yeah this is uh at this point for a song that is about that feels like somebody is dealing with something dangerous that they can't avoid this is a bright and happy sounding song (laughs) Absolutely. Uh and 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 it's a it's almost like uh it glistens like a polished gun barrel. Oh. That is sexy. So yeah, so you're you're sort of in love with the metallic sheen of uh of what uh, of the gun in this solo. So there's nothing there's nothing to it's it's all it it sounds very um it sounds there's nothing out of place. There's nothing out of ordin- out of the ordinary. That's why it's very simple in terms of the, the, the notes that you get. 
It's a complete package, this song. Like I said, it's a real dazzler. It shines, sparkles, yeah. like a gun. And it's dangerous. Uh, and you get the you get this feeling just being near this song that something uh, that something out of your control could happen to you. Yeah, and you know, this is also, I think this is probably the first tune on this record where uh, I, I'm not going to say that this is a sidestep in any way, but... It's uh, they serve you up with something a little different than what you get in the rest of the record. Oh least, yeah, yeah. Like uh, this is uh, this is Def Leppard showing you a little bit of versatility. Okay, so I, I think we we've basically talked about this song, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess it's time to shut it down. Want, what? There's one last thing I want to hear. Uh huh. Which is this great. Uh, I, I think a, a very a very charming feature of this dazzler of a banger is uh, the cool what I've got marked here as the cool drum thing that happens where the beat kind of reverses for a second again a little bit of a big bang big bang theory <laughs> a, a little bit of a big, big bang theory yep kind of gesture where the rhythm like switches around it gets a little syncopated for a second uh that happens right here uh listen to listen to what the drums do this is kind of a full stop in a very uh in a very sassy kind of way here at the end um let's listen to let's go ahead and listen to the very end of this song uh starting with this awesome gesture Uh, he says, he says, let it blow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, mean, which I now know is let it blow. I had uh, no idea it, what he was saying. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, I think I thought it was something like let it right on or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can actually, I can distinctly remember singing along to this song and going, let it right on. <laughs> like I'm in ZZ Top or something. Uh, <laughs> Come on, baby, let it right on. So, uh, a charming song. I think I mentioned that it glistens. Yep. Uh, Stuart, you got anything else to say about Don't Shoot Shotgun? I'm just going to say that, uh, you know, this is this is unquestionably a B-side on this record. It's on yep. the, the B-side. But, uh, sure. You know, for a B-side, this is uh this has got a lot of charm to it. This is the sort of thing that you're going to want to come back to. Oh yeah. You're not going to want to just I, skip uh you're not going to want to hit track skip until you get to Hysteria. No way. I love fucking listening to this song, man. Yeah. It's so good. So good. It this dazzles the, a little bit, right? Yeah. Uh yeah, it does. It uh it really it really twinkles and uh and sparkles and uh, glizzles. Yep. So I don't know what that's a combination of glizzles. Yeah. So we're, uh, so this is, uh, that's going to be it for, uh, don't shoot shotgun. Uh, I guess next time we'll be talking about run riot, but I think that's yeah. it for tonight. Well, I got, I, I, there was one thing that I, you got some business. 
I got a little business. I got something we didn't get to last time, mm-hmm. uh, which I maybe should have done at the t- at the top here. But you know, but actually, I'm I'm good with us getting through this song first. But I just wanted to uh, wanted to mention um, uh, one of the many ways that Def Leppard sort of artfully and subtly ties uh, the their music together. There are there are moments where things are sort of like a puzzle. Uh, and it can be, it can tell you more, it can peel back layers and layers of the onion uh, by following little little clues that they give to you that can explain some of the some of the more complicated things that are harder to figure out, like the fact that so last episode we discussed gods of war, yeah. And Gods of War has a little uh, has a little mention, a subtle little mention earlier in the album where the chorus of Gods of War is reversed and played uh, at the beginning and in a few different places throughout the song Rocket, which is the second track on Hysteria. Yeah, yeah. So one thing you can do if you hear something presented to you backwards earlier on hysteria you can get to gods of war and you could say okay so if there's something waiting for me here in gods of war if i listen to the song backwards what's that going to tell me about the overall message of this album the overall uh, theme of the entire of the entire piece what is that going to what is that going to lead me to? So I, I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a little excerpt that I found from listening to Gods of War in its entirety backwards. Okay. Not much <laughs> okay. of it. Not much of it did anything. Uh, most of it was just like listening to, uh, you know, any old song backwards. But I did find something that I think could be very important. So let's listen to this right now. This is a moment uh, in Gods of War, played backwards, where Joe says something pretty poignant, I think. Okay? We ready? Sure. You ready, Stuart? Fire it up. Stuart, did you catch that? Did you catch what happened there? Mm, uh, I probably did, but you should probably explain it first. Okay, yeah, the I mean, I wouldn't expect somebody on, on first hearing to, to catch exactly what Joe said there, but what he said, what he says there twice is, everyone's the Garden of Eden. Oh. Joe says, everyone's the Garden of Eden. In a song about the destruction of the whole world, mm-hmm. sort of the end of human life, as we basically know it, um, or the end of civilization as we know it. But the Garden of Eden was the beginning of civilization. Exactly. He says, everyone's the Garden of Eden. So all of us have within us... This is just something to put in your your brain hole. Uh, Think about it. Think about it along uh, along with the phrase, love is like a bomb along with the idea of a guy being so desperate for companionship that he falls in love with a gun and fucks it. Uh, just think about the idea that every one of us has within us, like Joe, like Joe traveling off into space, 
with a, uh, a, a sort of space truckload of ladies, all of us have within us a Garden of Eden. Oh, so there's like a message of hope. There's a there's a positivity there. Yeah. Well, I would hope so. At the end of this journey that we've gone on, I'd hope that it doesn't end. I mean, we're not uh, done miserably. yet, though. We're still we're still up in the up in the the stratosphere. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And beyond, yeah. obviously. <laughs> Duh. Um, so, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, have you tried to listen to any other songs on the record backwards? No, actually, I haven't. Um, have There's, you? No, the, you're the doctor. <laughs> um, no, okay. I, I, um, I wonder I, I what other I... kind of treasures are lying in wait for uh, for us, us uh, treasure hunters. I just haven't been given like a clue uh, in anything else. I mean, I, I, I think if someone finds seriously, write in uh, if someone finds a you know a backwards clip or something that's uh, sped up or something that tells me I need to speed up a song. It's just you know you you just. Uh, if you if you have um, a lot of time to worry about uh, what's going on in Def Leppard songs, yeah. you just you hunt down these uh, these little avenues, little Easter eggs. Yeah, yeah, that are that are left for the uh, let's say the non casuals. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, well, that's been Don't Shoot Shotgun, and we talked a little bit about Gods of War, and uh, we'll come back with some more of Side B of Hysteria. Uh, you can normally find me at uh, my other podcast, uh, The Flophouse, which is a comedy podcast about bad movies. Um, a wonderful, find... wonderful podcast. Aww, get the fuck out of here. And uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at, at FlophouseCat. Uh, my name is Alex Smith. I'm Dr. Def. I am on Twitter at, at Lydia Burrell, like a woman's name, uh, two R's, two L's. Um, I, uh, I recently read a piece uh, that someone wrote about how uh, men making music and naming themselves uh, after women uh, is, um, let's see, how it's, uh, it's, uh, like a, it's appropriative. Um, and fucked up and i want to say i read that piece i thought it was interesting um so it it kind of fucked me up a little bit to read to read that <laughs> and realize that uh that yeah i mean since like for basically 10 years now i've been writing and recording songs under under a woman's name uh with no with certainly no intention of diminishing anybody of any other gender but i guess i'm doing that and uh I, that's just something to think about. But look me up either way on uh, on on Twitter. I try to make uh, I try to make beautiful music, and I like having a um, um, I like having a beautiful name. That's that's basically my my only defense. Really, sure. there is that I've, <laughs> I I am legitimately trying to make beautiful music, and I like having a beautiful name. So at Lydia Burrell on Twitter, and uh, you can check out also some comedy stuff that I do under the name of Hal Dottie on YouTube. I have a lot of uh, a lot of music videos that I've made uh, on that. I have a uh, t this very evening. If you're anywhere in the uh, Louisville. Kentucky greater metropolitan area. I have a karaoke night um, that I'm hosting tonight uh, at Zanzibar with a great band, great local band called Brenda. 
Is that another uh, band of men? It is not. It that okay. that band is 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 fronted by well, it's 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 a mixed band, but the but the the person the person named Brenda is actually in the band. Okay. So okay. so you can't you can't give you can't give them uh, any shit for it. Sure. Even though a guy sings a bunch of the songs. <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh man. All right. So uh, I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Don't shoot shotgun. Thank you. We're so dangerous.